This is episode 180. I eat my corn the long way. <laughs> it's the tone control. Change it or don't. <laughs> oh, that was a shitty one. Hold on. There it is. <laughs> Gentlemen's yeah. and ladies. You're it's, looking awfully pink. Well, do you, what color do you want me to be? I can change my I'm colors. Just, you can be whatever. I'm just All making right. a comment. So my daughter comes in here. She plays with the colors in the room. There's blue in the back right now, but I like it. she made it purple in the front. Um, do it. What do what? Just just do it. Get after it. Get. <laughs> Yep. Change it or don't. <laughs> Change it. Just make a move. <laughs> awfully inviting. I look awfully inviting. Yeah. I mean, so that's here, just here, Justin, so though. okay, so here's listen, listen. I feel like our last few episodes. This is just my feeling. We didn't pre-talk about any of this because I, I think one, there's, there's something that's been working. We don't talk a lot before the show. We just riff man we just go for it right mm -hmm. but the other thing is that yeah yeah you know so i yeah. think that's been working um but i have noticed that there's been a strange lack of guitar in our podcast so i thought let's try to go for yeah we're here for the riffs exactly right brian so let's try to get things let's try to get back to our roots you know and actually have mm. an episode that is about guitars Yes, um, I'm with you. I'm with and you, then, And then just now I sat down and realized that I have been practicing, since our last episode, I've been practicing hard uh, my tight 50 minutes on dog shit. And so now I'm just going to actually perform that for you okay. if you don't mind so that it's not just a bunch of wasted practice time uh, yeah. instead. I mean, you, so You got like beats and you got... You know, like you know exactly when to pause and, and wait yeah. for laughter and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I know. I've been bouncing this off of uh, my daughter. And so mm -hmm. I know what's going to be funny and what's not going to be funny um, yeah. to a five-year-old. Sure. And um, Now, are you padding for time? That like, Does your time, like Mark, include the don't tell mom aspect of this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, none of this is real. Um, this is fake. <laughs> Um, if you're no, wondering we, if, look, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> if you're ever wondering, are they doing a bit? The answer is definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I, it is true, though, that we do not talk about our bits ahead of time. Um, anything that mm -hmm. we talk about ahead of time is never a bit. <laughs> right. It's like legitimate show management stuff if we're talking ahead of time. <laughs> we're, we're all extremely just no nonsense, extremely serious. Whenever the, the, whenever the recording is not on, it's like. Yes. It's all business. Oh man, all business all the time. We do actually have uh, true and true to life guitar news uh, here, um, and I do have a I have a test bit. I want to do a test bit, and I want to okay. see if it works. So I'm glad there's some folks here. So I don't know. I'm going to leave that up to you, kind of where you think maybe we should squeeze that into the show. But what you know, what do you think of all this? A, a, a traditional tone control. He's got I'm his in arms in the air. Um, yeah, I like it. It's my touchdown. This is a goal. It's a good goal. It's um, a basket. That's a swish. 
it's it's a slam dunk. It's (laughs) so slam run. Sidebar, real talk. (laughs) I work at a university that has a lot of international students. We do have to be careful of sports terminology. Okay. Only in the U.S. So saying yeah. things like it's a real home run cannot yeah. go into courses. <laughs> Just, that, that's a funny thing I, I observed on like my first day, and I still think of it all the time. I think it's a really interesting little detail. Things we take for granted like sports language. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, I do like the idea of getting our guitar pa- podcast a little more centered on guitars. <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, as, as much fun as all that other stuff is. I do miss the guitar stuff, and yeah. it just makes me want to start another podcast that's just total bullshit. So if anybody <laughs> if anybody wants to start a total bullshit cast with me, let me know. Justin, are you interested? Bullshit cast. <laughs> you know what? I feel, I'm feeling like this is going to be a, uh, a cast of players situation. And, a revolving um, door of Yeah, characters. exactly. Yeah. Like, like who's on, who's on, uh, who's on bullshit tonight? Yeah, like, oh, right. So it's a, I got office hours, right? I got a free, I got a cool 20 <laughs> minutes, gang. That's bullshit. <laughs> the <laughs> control. <laughs> I'm not going to write that down just so we don't have two episodes with shit <laughs> right in a row. Back to back. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah. I like this idea. Um it's also uh, that tough time of year. Like we, we had a couple of episodes yeah. that weren't really guitar-y yeah. because it's that weird time of year where everyone delays ahead of Nam, which is right. I did, I never looked up when like virtual Nam or whatever they're calling it is supposed to be, but I think it's now or it was a few days ago or something. There's a lot of yeah. gear coming out, and we have some of it to talk about. Um, and like I've said before, one of the ongoing problems with this podcast is that stuff's going to be really pretty cool for me to want to talk about it here because nobody <laughs> wants to hear, nobody wants to hear it like so-and-so has a new tube screamer. You know what I mean? It's like, no one. <laughs> you're making, you're making yourself sound so elitist though. Like, I know. Oh, I know, oh I know. you gotta be so damn cool before I'm going to give you the time of day on my podcast. There's the like, time of day. there's like six mm-hmm. people in this chat room. <laughs> I'm not. Right. Gonna ju- but, I'm just going to talk about anything. You know what I mean, though, and I'm not trying. <laughs> I do. To I do. Jerk. It's just that, like, oh, there's a new <laughs> a new tube screamer type pedal from whatever yeah. company. Great. No one. No one cares. No one comes to this show for that. And right. Um, right. that's that's what makes it a little tricky. And sometimes. if they do, so they get scared about- off by the dog. <laughs> Right. Uh, we're talking about the new stuff from Fender here in a little bit because I think it's really interesting and I'm, I have a few questions for, for you, Justin, and for oh. the audience here in the chat about all of that when we get to it. So, um, um, yeah, how about, yeah, yeah, let's do. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. And look at that, Discord happily uh, hearing my robot's voice as though it were a human voice. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Cool, man. Oh, so man. It's um, a lot of things from Fender. A bunch of new stuff from Fender for 2021, says a bunch my bullet. Of friggin' stuff. Yeah. Um, 75th anniversary models of Strat, Tele, J Bass, and P Bass yep. are available in a super high end commemorative edition for about two grand or. Uh, more realistically, you can get a Made in Mexico line of those products for about eight fifty, which is more or less a Vintera model. So if you're familiar with the Vintera series, you can get them in the cool 75th anniversary like edition, which is different colors and some hardware and stuff like that. 
Um, looking at the 75th, like the fancy one, it's got all the gold hardware. It's got yeah. pearl tuning keys. It's You're got, about to get my remarks just, about that. About the pearl? Well, really, no, the gold bothers or, me or, more than the pearl. But spoiler yeah, alert, so it's a, go to hell, gold. Yeah. We were talking about this in Discord today. Yeah. We posted a, I posted a video of um, like a 1970s, I don't remember exactly what year, uh, Gibson ES. Let me just go f- look at our chat history. Shoot. <laughs> uh, a 72 Gibson ES355, uh, which was at one point stereo. It's got the Veritone. It's got a, a cool um, mm. Vibrola on it, block inlays. Very cool guitar. And it's a walnut finish with gold hardware. Agreed amongst the chat that it was kind of one of the only finishes that gold hardware really yeah. locks it in. Yeah. It looked really, really good. Um, how how are like we feeling? Hardware, ab- especially how are we feeling about on it one, on this? I yeah, I think it's weird because the guitar finish—it's like a two-tone burst, a new new bourbon I what burst. They call it, but bourbon burst because yeah. the guitar is leaning towards like yellow. I think yeah. it looks a little weird. It makes it makes me feel like my whole life is in sepia tone. You know? Yeah, that's what it is. It's like the whole is exactly thing is shifted, is. you know? It's like, a, yeah, I feel like I'm in a flashback. I like the the Which actually, it's, a, it's, just, a, it's an anniversary model, so maybe I'm supposed to feel like I'm in a flashback now that I say it out loud. Oh, shoot. Maybe they're, maybe we're on to them, you know? We just blew the lid <laughs> off this. <laughs> just, they're about to pack up shop and leave town. So what is the... <laughs> they're, over the at, they're over at Fender, just like, let's see if those that podcast community can <laughs> figure this one out. <laughs> now I rather like this uh, made in Mexico thing with the yeah, painted headstock so the made and in stuff. Mexico one. It's got the painted headstock and the metal Fender logo, which I think looks really sharp. I'm always a sucker for a painted headstock. I think with a maple <laughs> fingerboard, it looks a little suspect, but you think overall, so? Overall, I'm I'm pretty hmm. into it. What? It, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I guess mean, I'd have to see it. I have to see it. Yeah. So what do they call this color? Uh, shoot. Diamond anniversary finish is what they're calling it. It's like it. a... Diamond anniversary metallic finish. Yeah, it looks sort of like a, a, a platinum sparkle kind of deal. If I had to... Uh, if I had to gold highlight. So it, it's, it looks like a silver base with, with gold flake almost. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kinda, like a warm silver. Mm-hmm. You know? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. You freaking... You know. And Damn. The regular Fender cast locking tuners. It's, tun- it's not, not reviewing Fender cast tuners. They're not the pearl ones. Um, it's cool, not man. not reviewing well in the chat room. Hmm. Okay. We can move on. So now there's also <laughs> from Fender. This is the thing I wanted to get the opinion on the chat room. We sort of okay. talked about this in Discord briefly a few days ago. Um, there is the Ultra Lux product line from Fender. <laughs> I'm curious if we all think that the Fender product family is getting a little too bloated. Do they delete and things? Also, I'm I'm about to introduce the ugliest one of the bunch in which is in the Fender Ultra Lux line. Um I do not care for this finish combination in the slightest. But it, it's let me describe it here. So it's a two-tone sunburst with a black painted headstock. And there's like some writing on the pickups. They're Fender noiseless, so they have, of course, have to have the Fender logo on them at a very small size. But it's there. It's distracting to me. Um, yeah, it makes them look dirty. 
and the color doesn't help. <laughs> the color doesn't. I mean, the color is the classic two-tone burst, but I think the no, black the color of the plastic is really throwing me. The color of the plastic oh, is like what aged. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like it's like yellow, and then um, the pickups like don't. They're also yellowed, but they don't quite match, and they have this strange, strange. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, then, you're right. So, so the black is not working. The plasma. The plasma red burst overall a better combo because it's like a orange yeah. to red sunburst with a red headstock, which I think it's still a little out there for me, but I it looks better. It's got a black pick guard and cream parts, which I think is a cool look. But that's better. Know. They're There's they're a lot consistent. Of stuff on this guitar. They're consistent though, because yeah. like look at the red is the dark color from the sunburst. Uh uh mm-hmm. from the pla- pla- plasma red burst. Pardon me, um, but the, so then mm. the sunburst though that's that's like a more typical sunburst color. It does look really dark at the edge, doesn't it? Like it's a full black, and so they're using that's black the on the t- headstock. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, it's so it's. I guess I don't so. Know. It has internal consistency. It can make so, any of them have rosewood fretboards. No, I can only make the might, ugly one have a rosewood fretboard. Boy, it gets even uglier. When it helps give it a, a little rosewood. bit. I think, you it, think helps it helps a little bit. <laughs> A about, little. Oh gosh, I don't know. I can't decide which is worse. <laughs> I'm flipping back so, and forth. It's terrible. Just now, awful. Talking about talking about the specs though, this is a cool guitar. It's got a new okay. aug they call it augmented D-shaped neck with a satin finish. It's got the contour neck heel that Fender's been doing for a little while, a 10 to 14 inch compound radius, and stainless steel frets direct from the factory from Fender. That is a really interesting thing, I think. Okay. I'm really into the stainless steel fret idea direct from the factory. Yeah. Because like I, I have a few guitars with it, and it's the best thing I invested in. That extra 40 or 50 bucks once to never have my frets need working on is yeah. it's great. They don't sound different. Don't tell me they sound different. <laughs> they sound di- Oh, you just said not to do that. I said don't do it, man. Uh-huh. So in locking tuners and like it's got a, it's a it's a pre- premium premier guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ultra lux, if you ask me. Ultra lux, and I just think <laughs> I, I don't. You asked before if they're retiring stuff. I don't really think they are. So if we go to shop guitars uh, by series, we've got uh, oh boy, American Professional Two, American Ultra, American Original, American Performa. Performer, sorry, a Vintera Deluxe Player Artist Parallel Universe Volume 2, made in Japan, limited edition, and now this Ultra Lux or whatever it's called. So hmm. I think it's just a lot. And this guitar is $2,300. I think for that much money, they could put a cool like Sonic Blue on it or something. And I don't <laughs> they could pick a color a that is shite. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, you know. That's the, that's the thing. I, yeah. I, it's meh. okay. Next, Boxer Series Strat. This is the first of the new Fenders I saw when Nam stuff started coming out. This is an MIJ made in Japan Boxer Series guitar that recreates classic Fenders from the late '80s. Yep. Dual humbucker. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. Standing by. <laughs> send Dual a link to the humbucker. Chat. It's an HH. Dual humbucker. 
Yep, with coil split, medium C maple neck, basswood body, 12-inch radius, 22 frets. This thing is a rock and roll machine. It's ready to go. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the, what's that wee little switchy? It's called a TBX switch or treble bass expander tone control. Thank you. Uh, mini toggle that delivers versatile tone shaping, offering sounds not available with a standard tone control. I don't know what that might mean. <laughs> but it means it's got an EQ in it. Is. It's, I mean, I guess compared to any guitar without so, an EQ, that becomes true. That becomes it can yeah. do things no other yeah. guitar can do. Yeah, and the, it's not. It's a switch, so like you can you have the full swing of the tone pot. With the switch on and off, so you get these added tones. So it's like stuff. having so two this switches. Comes in, <laughs> yeah, it comes in two cool colors: Inca silver and Sherwood green metallic. Black painted headstock, but it works on this one. Yeah, I think it works really well on this one. Matches the pick guard in in both situations. I think it's a it's a cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's got a feel to it. Yeah. Um, black hardware. Uh, love that on this guitar. I'm surprised it doesn't have a Floyd Rose or even a hardtail. It's just got the regular Fender two-point trim. You think? But it's cool. Was Floyd Rose that cool when this guitar was... In the late 80s? <laughs> Is that I what you're asking me? Not to... I, I, I don't want to... <laughs> with the risk of outing myself as a complete idiot, was the Floyd Rose cool in the 80s? <laughs> Uh, well, okay, let's let's be real. I was like three, so <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> you don't know how but, it felt to feel that the Floyd Rose sure. was cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> okay, do it. Uh, you keep you keep looking at the chat way more than I do. So. <laughs> Play authentic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> also, your video is very laggy tonight. We're all laggy. We're, there's there's lag. That's, there's lag. I'm noticing hmm, again, that when I yell to interrupt you, it takes you it takes you much longer to realize that you're being rudely interrupted than usual. Oh, yeah, that's fascinating because it's I don't detect that whatsoever. <laughs> well, how could you? You're the one <laughs> being like, rudely interrupted. What does that mean? <laughs> It just means that Justin rudely interrupting is a pretty normal thing. <laughs> it's fucking normal, man. Anyway, yeah, things are real laggy tonight. Um, don't know why. Uh, probably for the same reason that Craig never managed to join and record our podcast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Discord so, is overrun. Up, the, That's what's really coming down to, I think. But anyway. The, yeah. Hmm. Blame the Craig. Damn it, Craig. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Ben Gibbard has a new Mustang. Finally. Ben Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. I know. And like, not a guy I ever expected to to have a custom model or like care to pursue a custom model, I guess. I, it's not like I know the guy, but you know what I mean? It just <laughs> yeah. seemed like one of those bands that like I, I didn't expect that to come out of Death Cab. But yeah, but you start cool. doing enough so custom is, models, you're going to get to him eventually. Well, the same is true. Then I will get one eventually. Eventually, <laughs> you do enough. Yeah. <laughs> who's all right? Who's left? <laughs> oh shit! We already did slash, huh? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the Mustang, a uh, short scale guitar, kind of an early student model from Fender. 
22 fret. It's got custom pickups and... I think they each have, oh, sorry, no, there's a th- uh, three-position <laughs> rotary pickup selector, so there's no individual pickup selectors like you might see on some of the older versions of this guitar. Mm-hmm. There's no traditional pickup selector, so you've got a volume knob, and then the second knob that says tone is actually a pickup switch. So there's no <laughs> tone pod, which I think is c- kind of cool. <laughs> it's a trick. Um, it's a... S- <laughs> it's a very small guitar. Mustangs are short scale. It's a 24-inch scale. And it's, it's because of Ben Gibbard's thing. small, small hands. You heard, <laughs> you heard it here first. first <laughs> <laughs> What's really interesting, though, is that it's an ash body. Like, these guitars are so small. They're already really lightweight. They mm-hmm. chambered this thing, too. Because he has such small so hands, like, you can't pick it up. <laughs> 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 oh, you don't think Ben would come on the show? <laughs> um, hmm. No. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to invite him right like now. The, Keep talking. I'm going to find his email control? address. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a chambered ash body on such a tiny guitar. I bet this thing weighs nothing. Yeah. I just find that interesting. You don't you see chambered stuff with Fender too often. Here's a picture uh, of him holding it. It's looks normal size in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on this, aren't you? <laughs> it was still funny. All right. Last from Fender. I think the latency is getting way worse. I'm having a problem now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Noventa series. <laughs> This is, I think, pretty pretty friggin' sweet. It's just P90 equipped fenders, full stop. Nothing crazy. Hey, the Strat's there we got go. a hardtail bridge, a volume, a tone, pickup selector, and two P90s. And I think that's really pretty sweet. So the, the Telecaster only has one bridge P90, also pretty rad. And the Jazzmaster, <laughs> it, it's got three P90s. Who cares, dude? <laughs> Comes in some cool colors. So Jazzmaster comes in walnut with a black with black uh, plastics and chrome hardware. It looks really sharp. I'm into it, man. I like this sort of simple, simple just thing. I don't, I don't know. They're all like around a thousand to eleven hundred bucks, depending on which one you get. Straight I think I guitars, like the red you know? one There's, best. The the Strat. Yeah, the um, the the black mm-hmm. uh, pickups. Don't love on the other colors. I like them when they disappear into the black pickguard yeah. on the red, on the red strap. Mm-hmm. Check out the check out the Jazzmaster. I'll send a link for that. Um, the Jazzmaster in walnut does that really well, especially because with the other ones, there it's very clear. Like there's a lot of hardware on this guitar. <laughs> there's a lot of parts on this guitar. Yeah. Um, I do love Fiesta Red in general, and that is an option, but I think the Walnut would have to be the one you got to get. So. Yeah. Once again, I like the black pick guard and they've dressed mm-hmm. it really nicely. Yep. A Noventa plus. single coil pickups. These are just like Fender regular kind of P90s. I don't know anything about them. I'm sure they're fine. You know, I think this is, this screams like Modify me, <laughs> these <laughs> guitars. <laughs> I just think. Yeah, I like it. 
Three. Uh, what else? Three of them. Nine and a half inch radius, 21 frets, regular C-shaped neck. They're, just, they're guitars, man. That's all you need. They're just straight up guitars. Sweet. Well, that's so that's Fender. With all of that in mind, like we talked about briefly, like is the product Fender line kind of bloated? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think it is. Like I remember talking about that maybe a year ago, or I don't know, within in 2020 for sure. We talked about it. Yeah, I think it's kind of more true now. Um, I don't know what to do about that because there are some very cool guitars in all of the categories, and I I get that they don't want to sunset things, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So we've got limited edition, made in Japan, parallel universe volume two, artist series, player series, deluxe series, Ventera series, American performer, American original, American ultra, American professional two. And now ultra lux. Which isn't even on the list for some reason. It's 20, it's 2021 so new releases. Parallel Universe Volume 2 Deluxe Jazz Strat. What? Strat Jazz Deluxe? I I chose to leave that (laughs) off the notes because I I just don't care for it. Oh, God. It's. Let's talk about it. Screw it. I sort of. What is it? Wait, hold on. Let me give you the. Here's the link. Um, uh, Post in chat, you stupid machine. Okay. So this is a bit of a. It's a a bit of a a clown, I think. this color scheme, this is the only one available, but we've got like, we've got this dark, dark, like, what? Oh, what is this? The it's whole, a solid rosewood neck. The solid rosewood, yeah, the whole neck and headstock and everything. Then we've got like a deep gold pickguard, the cream Anodized plastics. Gold, yeah. And then, and then the sea foamy kind of, uh, it's translucent, striking, seafoam. striking. And, and the thing is, binding. Pretty much everything about this, I claim to hate, and I don't know. I so, this is off it. enough. So it makes a neck, statement. The rosewood neck, I think, is really cool. That they've been doing that a little bit more. It's very eye catching. I've never played mm-hmm. one, but I'm really into the idea. It's also got the big block inlays. Uh, we were talking about this again in Discord a little while ago. This guitar has three single-coil pickups in a Strat configuration with a five-way selector. So, to me, this like is the guts of a Strat just in a different body. Body, much like the um, like when you see people putting Tele parts in Jazzmaster bodies. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. It's just in a Jazzmaster type body. <laughs> I don't think this is different enough from a Strat for me to want it. You know, it's yeah. like, just get a strat, I, I guess. I don't if you. <laughs> Sorry, in the chat, I said this makes. hundred bucks. I said this makes a statement. <laughs> he said, yeah, a statement of I'm a douche. I eat my corn the long way. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's going on the list. <laughs> so, I eat my corn the long way. <sighs> If you look at the headstock, the Fender Jazzmaster logo is yeah. engraved into the wood. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm into that. I don't know. It's got Texas Specials. Like, it's got all these like really good parts and stuff. It's got good a stuff nitro you'd lacquer want. finish. Yeah, yeah, I just don't care for the aesthetic. Maybe mm-hmm. I, it's 
what was the other one? The Meteora, where they it was a weird, a super crazy offset, almost pointy guitar with telly parts. Like it's you can't tell me that sounds different enough from a telly to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. So okay, and, and so, I feel like that's true for this and the Strat. Mm-hmm. So by means of comparison, I've just skipped on over. I've just playfully trotted over to Gibson. Where they have the original okay. collection, the modern collection, the artist collection, the slash collection, Gibson Custom <sighs> Shop, and then a, a breakout link to to Mesa Boogie, um, but that is far I think fewer collections. Yeah, right. And they're, I mean, I think the slash collection being separate from the artist collection is super fucking dumb. But I like <laughs> original collection. If you're looking for more like vintage spec thing, go original. If you're looking for Robot Cutting tuners. edge design choices, <laughs> robot tuners go to the modern collection. Artists, obviously, like custom models for different people. Custom shop, a totally different thing. That makes more sense to me. And yeah. like Gibson did that years ago. Like they really streamlined mm-hmm. how many Les Pauls were available and what it meant to be a standard, a classic, a traditional, a modern, all this yeah. stuff. They put really firm guidelines on and have been sticking to it. So you know, given giving them credit there. Quality control and prices, eh, whatever. Lots to be considered <laughs> still. <laughs> I but, think um I think breaking the slash collection out of the artist collection is simply um their tacit admission that Slash is not an artist. He's a brand ambassador. Yeah. That's what it comes officially. down to. Whatever the, that means, it means that he gets more artist models than anyone else. And but they're, actually, they're slash <laughs> models. They're not artist models, as we've just Sorry. learned. Sorry, you're correct. <laughs> uh, let me they correct you there. <laughs> actually, <laughs> he's got an Epiphone series coming out too. So, like, I don't know. I just <laughs> it just it just screams to me like I'm still relevant and. <laughs> Slash is an important guitarist. Like, I don't want to get into that. Like, he's a big deal. I get it. it. Like, kind of changed the face of rock and roll and all that stuff. But, like, what is going on here, guys? Why did, Why are there so many Slash things? What, what the hell's going on? <laughs> well, they're going the other way with it, right? Like, like Fender has made so all the artist models <laughs> that even Ben <laughs> Gibbard has one. And they're just like, Slash. Yeah. They're like, who else can we get? Ben Gibbard? I don't know. <laughs> uh, who hasn't been taken yet? Slash has been taken. <laughs> I'd be that so asshole in the, in the board meeting at Fender. They'd be like, who should we pit up for a... Who hasn't, hasn't been taken yet? I'd raise my... Slash has been taken in the back of the room. <laughs> Just like nobody, nobody, nobody asked. He has been taken. (laughs) Yeah. I want to confirm slash is not available. Just reminding everybody (laughs) slash still not available. So, Hey, um, Mm -hmm. what do you say? What do you say? We pedal some genies. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't think I've ever said that one yet. Right. Yeah, let's do it. I've had this pedal for months (laughs) and I want to send it back. (laughs) All right. It was a lively chat room. It's it's about to get real laggy in here. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want. 
For one low monthly price, shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want, send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. There's a guitar pedal here called Colon Exploder that somebody sent us. <laughs> There's two controls, one for butt and one for fire. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm going to There's also the butt probe. You heard me. I heard you. I, I heard everything. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and, and uh, check them out because I, I realized that I hadn't actually tuned this guitar today and I didn't want to have that embarrassing moment. And then, of course, it happened anyway. <laughs> well <sighs> refreshing. refreshing all music butts yeah that's the thing like the, the butts today were all music themed yep. which I think is uncharted territory uh, you know we're, it's we're another back level to the days of like yeah we're back to the days of making jokes about guitars having a G string I love it well you know what this is the whole like we started back in like this is going to be an episode about guitars and everybody just felt mm. the vibe we, this is the whole room full of people who are all just on it we didn't discuss this hey yeah, make the they, butt they gifts just, about guitars no they just know they just they, they course correct it's, it's micro corrections the whole way you know <laughs> yes it's a flow of it's a flow of an ocean not the steering of a boat <laughs> <laughs> that was so profound. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, we're just we're vibing. We're on a we're on a, a path right now. Powerful, powerful stuff. A powerful, a powerful guitar path lies before us. Holy shit, what is that? I'm so what glad I plugged this pedal in. <laughs> it was turned on, everybody. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Would everyone well, like let's hear it? What do you would you like me to go first? Hold on, let me power yeah, down this me. and turn on. I guess I'll turn on the. I don't have a pick. Hold on. Amateur. I had to put I had to put them away in this container because my daughter kept playing with them like they were little people. <laughs> I also stuck a bunch of paper towel in the end of this thing because this is the most. The, I got the most butt ra back rattly, butt rattly. I got the most butt rattly telecaster in history, and somebody lost my phone. Somebody lost my phone. I have got from Catalan Bread the Karma su Suture. Yes, oh, the yeah. Karma Suture. Sorry, the 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 writing on it is is amazing. Can you find that link? I've this is this is we're doing yeah. it live. I haven't ever done this before. Uh, I haven't plugged this pedal in. I actually did plug it in last episode, and then we didn't have time to play it. Um, so this is the second time I've plugged it in. Okay, there. I've thrown my channel wide open. Okay, so no, gu go. no guitar will be missed. So this is a... 
Germanium overdrive and distortion pedal. Yes. And um, with a so knob for input, output, diodes, and density. So we're 12 o'clock, everything. I want more output. Diodes. If I turn the diodes off. Huh. Okay, so the diodes knob makes it sound like a fuzz pedal, but it doesn't change the amount of distortion. So like as I pull that thing all the way down and, and then turn it all the way up, so all the way up. Hear that squeaky, like wet kind of thing? And then all the way down. It's like regular distortion now. Hmm. Interesting, okay. interesting. Yeah. So input, so having an input and an output, that's interesting. Yeah, that's so that means, very interesting. That means so I have a like, fixed clipping threshold, doesn't it? I guess so, because you can then hit the front of the pedal really hard from the pedal itself. Yeah, so let me 12 o'clock everything, and I'm going to play with like out, let's see. No, I want to play with input down, output up. Let's try this. Yeah, see, it cleaned right Should up. Should be kind of clean. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Except, well, yeah, I've just never seen a pedal like that. I didn't notice until this moment. But yeah, like I can. It's like playing with a with like a two knob compressor or something. So we can go the other way. Just, or it's like a. Whoa. It's oh, like so a the master fair- volume input volume amp. So. Uh, yeah, a little bit like that, right? But but with like fixed, yeah, with fixed parameters in the mm-hmm. middle. So the the very end mm-hmm. of the input knob has a bunch of mm-hmm. noise on it. So we'll go almost to the very top of the input knob. Oh yeah. And when I when I turn the output up to drive the amp, this is this is something that doesn't. I don't feel like this has a ton of gain in itself. But it's it's really good at, at in like a tube screamer role, like mm-hmm. where I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm crisping and boosting. You know what I mean? So I can pull that output back. Well, it doesn't it doesn't have nothing for gain. So what's density all about? Let's twelve o'clock everything again and play with density. Density down. I wonder if it's the overall gain or something. Oh. Huh. I think I think it's an EQ That's change. Not what I expected. So this is all the way down. And then all the way up. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's shaping. I think it's adding more like body and oh, bottom I'm sorry. to it. Hang on. Now, do you have the the germanium version of this pedal? There's apparently two versions. Is it pink? This is silicon. Oh, I'm looking at the, I said the white. wrong one. Oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this one's okay. white with red lettering. I can see it. Yes, here we are. I didn't realize there were two versions of this till a second ago. Yeah. So this one's this one's s- silicon. Yeah, I think the... the um, 
I think the density knob is doing um, something with EQ. It's very, very thick and bottomy when I turn it all the way up and when I pull it down. All right, so the fully maxed out version of this pedal, although the diodes knob is, is interesting, right? Because I'm making it more or less fuzz-like. So, but mm -hmm. let's just let's just dime everything. Oh, not that far. <laughs> Except for that last like that the last hour of the of the input knob we won't use. <laughs> All right, so maybe we don't dime the density knob. <laughs> Cool, man. You know? Shoot. Yeah, I know. Uh, so so I, I also see uh, 9 to 18 volts on the power jack. I don't have my big power supply plugged in, but I wonder if that would clean up the problem with the, the maxed out input knob. Oh, but, might, uh, you know, running it, might, it on, yeah. on better. This is just on a, on a cheapy one-spot thing, um, mm. which sometimes can cause power, noisy power issues, so... That's uh, that's a cool thing. Um, it is one seventy nine from Sweetwater. You can get that one or the germanium one, which I was looking at at first, unknowingly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. I wonder if that would be less. So that's cool. Less of that squeaky wet sound when you when you use the diodes knob, you know, to to make it more fuzzy. Maybe. Or maybe mm -hmm. it would just be less maybe. fuzzy overall. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Less I don't obviously know fuzzy about diodes to yeah to. Hmm. It's a cool concept for a pedal. I like the idea. I like. Interesting pedal concepts. Like, that's the first thing that's got to pull me in, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it was really interesting is this not having a gain and an output volume, you know, having input and output. Um, because yeah. with the two of them, realistically, we can still have sort of a master volume situation, but it is handled so differently. It's handled much more like a mixer. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Or like an 1176 mm -hmm. compressor, if anybody's messed with that, like... It has this, the two large knobs on the face of that, the very famous compressor, are the input and output, and it has a fixed threshold point. Um, and so you would you would operate mm. it with two hands. So when you were trying to find the right setting, you'd be turning these two knobs against each other to try to keep the, the result the same volume, but compress it more, mm. compress it less. You move them at the same time. You can basically do that with this pedal, which I, I find really interesting. So pretty that cool. That is very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. Nice. All right. Oops. Just turned I on have... a guitar amp when I meant to turn it off. <laughs> I have and have had since like Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, the Monument V2 from Walrus Audio. I've, like I said, had this a while. Um, we Nifty. just got lazy about doing this podcast the right way. And <laughs> I got lazy about doing the segment on the show. So this is a, a, a tremolo with a tap tempo that contains a regular standard kind of trim mode and a harmonic trim, yep. uh, which is, I think, pretty hot right now. I feel like harmonic trim is really making a comeback, especially in pedal form, and some companies are doing a really great job with it. Uh, Walrus Audio included. I'm going to throw that in there. So at first when I played this pedal, I was I was surprised to not be into it that much. Hmm. Um, but upon playing it again today, I changed my mind. There are things about it I don't love, but it's still a good pedal. 
Uh, it's got a, a bunch of great features. Like I said, there's a mini toggle switch for harmonic or standard trem. There's a volume control, which is essential for me on tremolo pedals because tremolo has a perceived volume drop because you're cutting yeah. out half your signal, basically. Uh, it's got a rate knob, a depth knob, and then waveform shape control where you've got sine wave, square wave, uh, looks like a uh, sawtooth wave, and then random as well as one I'm not familiar with the name of. It's just like a like a, a single mound, like a like a straight hump, not like a sine wave up down. So it it doesn't it wouldn't dip below. So it's it's sort like of only wave. an up wave, and yeah. then points, and then yeah, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like only it's like a it would like a bouncing ball kind of shape. Yeah. Um, I don't know what like that's Mickey called, Mouse's here, head then, bouncing along the lyrics. Correct. Yes, it's exactly. It's the Mickey Mouse mode. <laughs> it's the Mickey Mouse mode. Yep. Sing along. Yep. Uh, <laughs> then it's got um, tap tempo on an extra foot switch with subdivisions, which is cool, and um, an expression pedal or external tap input. Lots of great stuff. Like there's a huge list of really useful and valuable features. I think for the modern musician, and <laughs> I'm I'm into that. Uh, some weird stuff that I'm not super into. Maybe it's this one pedal. I'm not sure. I know there is variance in pots and components and stuff, like even across uh, individual product lines. The rate knob seems to have uh, more more action between like eleven o'clock and one o'clock than elsewhere on the pedal. More more speed is increased in that range than and then it slows back down against the- when you swung past that point. Uh, it's like the how far you turn it versus how big a change you yeah. hear. Right, but but the yeah. point is the the um, point that makes that interesting is you're you're singling out like a section of the middle of the knob, right? You're not. It's not like near one of the ends. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's not near one of the ends. It's kind of in the middle. And when I was turning it at first, I was like, "Ooh, I I, I just went way too far, and I didn't mean to." And hmm. Again, I don't know if that's a part tolerance issue or if it's just how this is designed, but it was surprised to see the inconsistency of that range. And I, like I said, I know there's tolerance like up to even twenty percent amongst parts, but like yeah, but that's a weird thing. Like being in the middle of the in the throw of it is kind of weird. Yeah. So. So you wonder if there's like a dirty spot in the pot or something like that that caught, I, I I don't know if that could even Maybe. cause it, but. I don't either. Um, there's no crackling or anything like that. The pedal sounds great. It's just that weird, like, the control is kind of different there. And what's that about? And it's, it was a mm. weird, it took me by surprise, and that was one of the first things I was like, oh, that's kind of a red flag. Um, tap tempo kind of eliminates that problem, if we're being honest. I'm not, like, leaning over and, yeah. and fiddling with my t- pedal board very often. And I have the Juliana, which has tap tempo, and if I want my chorus faster or slower, I'm just tapping that in, not to the tempo of my song, but just slower or faster than whatever it's at. That sounds hard. So, you know what I mean? To tap different than the tempo you're playing? Um, yeah, or I'll do like a, a whole note instead of, or a half note tap instead of a quarter note tap or something like that. Yeah. Um, with subdivisions on this thing, though, it's got a quarter note triplet subdivision, which is awesome. That's a really cool sound for trim because it, it kind of it doesn't fall into the mix and kind of disappear. It yeah. gives you this like there's still tremolo on this guitar part, and you can very much notice it. It's not um, out of rhythm, but it's not on the beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 
very very smart. Um, there's also eighth note and then sixteenth. Uh, it looks like um, the graphic is a little hard to see here, but you can get real fast. Um, in harmonic mode, I think it sounds best with the depth all the way up, so you get that really throaty, super juicy harmonic trem sound. Uh, otherwise, it kind of feels like a blend control. And on okay. the regular standard trem mode, I kind of want that depth a little lower, so it's not as on-off, on-off. But harmonic yeah. trem doesn't work in an on-off kind of scenario, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, the shape control is just a regular pot, but it's kind of it's not notched, but there's just like a wedge where it's sine wave and then a wedge where it's square wave. So you just kind of put it in that zone and it will find where it needs to be. Uh, the only other problem I have with this pedal is I'm just going to say it, the LEDs are too bright. <laughs> it's such a weird problem to have, but... And what's also weird is like I've got a couple other Walrus Audio pedals in my own collection now. They do not seem this bright. I don't know if it's again this one pedal or <laughs> this or just the monument, but it is such a weird thing to be playing a pedal, looking down at it to see the settings, and being blinded and by it because you like, can't it's see so them. bright. You can't you can't see the settings you're on. So and then if God forbid you do crouch down and turn knobs on your pedal board, you kind of have to block it to see what you're doing because it's like <laughs> a laser beam. It is too bright. Um, actually, I have a one spot right here. And we did this last time kind of in the after show. Um, and, and so like the tap tempo light flashes, which is cool. I like that. Yep. Um, I'm going to turn it on and you can see like on my face here, it casts a very bright light. I can cast shadows behind me. Shit, dude, you it, could find your keys with that bright. pedal. <laughs> you totally could. And like, honestly, the copper sound makes a flashlight thing. It's basically this. Wow. <laughs> Don't buy the copper sound flashlight. Buy this harmonic trim. <laughs> 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 no, don't do that. Go buy the copper sound flashlight. <laughs> Keep it in your guitar case. You need a flashlight in your guitar case. <laughs> Holy hell! Do you have a link on that? Sorry, um, I, was, oh, I, I can do. just yeah. I can find um, it for you. You're you're talking. It sounds really cool. It's kind of becoming, I've seen it on a lot of boards. It's a very standard issue trem pedal these days, I think, especially for a harmonic trem. I know Ariel Posen is using one. It sounds really good. It's just like there's some weird things about it. Maybe, again, maybe it's just this one, but it's enough to make me think, I don't know if I want this trem pedal. So I have a Copper Sound Loma, which is one yeah. of the great pedals, and I, I don't have any reason to deviate from that. So... I like how this sounds. Doesn't sound bad. Cool features. It's a great pedal. It's 200 bucks. I would definitely recommend like trying one first though to see if these problems exist and if those if they do, if that's a deal breaker for you. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, this is the V2. It's a regular pedal enclosure. Eric pointed out in the chat that making it smaller was a good decision. I totally forgot that this used to be a different shape, but I guess that was the V1. And yeah, man, Walrus Audio. I, I'm really into what they're doing lately. They, they've been killing it. I'm really loving yeah. my the two things I got from them last year. Cool. 
Yeah, that that yeah. seems that seems cool. And and um, <clears throat> thanks, Pedal Genie. We haven't we haven't done pedals on an episode in a little while, but you know, um, it it is it is what it is. <laughs> we we got a couple of cool, pretty cool pedals though. Um, and thanks for to Pedal Genie mm-hmm. for making that possible for us to review pedals. Uh, we will hopefully get back on it and uh, have that uh, be a, a more consistent thing as we figure out ourselves in uh, 2020.1, the 2020.1 mm-hmm. release of life. Um, <laughs> so uh, the next little, I, I stuck one little uh, bit of news in here, which also was from Walrus and and how um, coincidental that it seems to fall right after Derek's talking about this pedal and the size of its enclosure, because this uh, sort of enclosure mm. style well, I guess this is this is this is like an in-between stage between normal walrus pedals and what I'm about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So the one I just had is is a regular pedal enclosure that any company would have. The Mako series, which we're about to talk about, seems to be a custom enclosure shape and size for the Mako series for Mallers. Right, but you get the this look of it where I feel like this the the monuments you don't see as a super departure, although it does have the double switch crammed onto the normal size thing. Um, the Mako series. There are now two pedals in the Mako series, and. They, I guess the other one, which one's older? Uh, the delay is older. The delay is older. So the reverb is the new one. So there's an R1 reverb and a D1 delay. Um, are um, They're feeling more like um, uh, Chase Bliss pedals in, in format. Like there's, and, and uh, hold on, let me... Let me share these in the in the chat because you got to. I think in format and design approach mentality. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, now I don't know if they're are they doing uh, digital with analog control the way Chase Bliss does. I don't. I'm know. not. Um, I'm not totally sure about that, but it's like the cramming in of of content into such a small package. Yeah. That makes you think. Well, that looks like a Chase Bliss pedal. It's got six knobs on top and two foot switches on bottom. Um, it and then these have toggles, the dip switches, but it does, right. yeah. And the toggles, right? It doesn't have dip switches, but it does have MIDI in and out and yeah. USB. So, so like, the those those uh, dip switches on, from Chase Bliss, those are um, always adjusting what the their warp function affects, which is this thing that can either happen on an oscillator or on a, a, a expression. Um, and mm-hmm. so it doesn't have that, but everything else about these is very similar. There's the two button. Uh, in a single uh, enclosure, and then these sort of the toggles that are affecting things that are happening on the knobs, and just the the layout of this all. Do they all cost twelve hundred dollars? They do not cost twelve hundred dollars. So far, we're looking at the three hundred and three fifty uh, range. Although the reverb is currently sold out, um, but the the I delay. I don't know if it's actually been released. Is pre order begins? A pre order ah, now. I see. Shipping I see. begins February first. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, I I don't I didn't honestly like look much at this, but I picked it out because it, it came across my newsfeed somewhere, mm-hmm. and it stuck out to me as 
a departure for Walrus. And so I thought, let's, let's throw it into the news. I think this this takes something that is intimidating, like Chase Bliss audio pedals. Like, they're cool. They make cool sounds. The technology is impressive and amazing. It is, it's really intimidating, I think, for a lot of kind of regular folks like me to really <laughs> dive deep with yeah. those pedals. To get the most out um, of it. This takes, right, to get what you're paying for out of it, I think you have to really learn it as as though it's an instrument because uh, a lot of times they are but yeah. uh this gives you that sort of range or that kind of um quality i guess or uh, you know what i'm saying like it gives you it gets you in that ballpark without that overhead and without the uh the commitment to learn how to use the damn thing Right. I think they've taken the parts of the Chase Bliss pedal that make perfect sense, that are Mm -hmm. visually easy to understand, and they're using that. Like, I'm looking at the delay. Um, You know, I've got a a three-way toggle for um, basically the tone of the delay, right? So is it going to be sort of a vintage Mm -hmm. delay? Is it going to be a modulation delay? Um, A, B, and C, I don't know what this is. I should probably read a little bit about this. I know what that is. It's A, B, and C is the preset banks. Okay, so, so it can right. hold. Yeah, it can hold three presets per bank, so it can hold nine presets. Um, you you t- you access the presets by double or pressing both foot switches at once, and you just cycle through one, one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, it changes the LED color, so you know which one you're on. Right on, right on. And then um, we've got a subdivision switch, and then your typical stuff, right? You know, time repeats, mix. Uh, the program, right? So whether what sort of style, re- reverse, dual, vintage, mm-hmm. um, th- things like this, and then uh, tweak is probably uh, again uh, that knob is probably affected by what you know. You, you could just you could just look at this and you right. understand what so, it is. Stereo in and out, blah blah blah. Like it makes sense. On the, in the case of the delay pedal uh, with the D one, that tweak control changes if you're so the switch underneath it is mod for modulation, tone, or tape age. And then that knob affects whatever that switch is set to. Yeah. Uh, and the same layout is is on this new R1 reverb. So you can do rate, depth, and pre-delay. And there's a single knob to control those. So if you want to change the pre-delay, you switch to pre-delay mode and then the knob affects and then that, turn, turn that the knob. parameter. So mm-hmm. so that, that confirms um, then that these this is digital control, uh, you know, controlling a digital switches right. um, because that knob is going to be a digital encoder and affect, you know, choosing what you're affecting by that switch. Uh, and then that's how the presets are going to work as well. Um, so yeah, this is, <laughs> this really, it, it feels very, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not saying copyright infringement, but this feels very, um, uh, you know, like we're coming for you using somebody's idea, like that, because that is what's great about Chase Bliss's system. And then they've taken it that yeah. step further that makes it sure you can do some things with it that you couldn't do with these. But um, I remember not even being able to get their Chase Bliss's tremolo to make a sound, literally. And I'm not a total noob, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. And I think most. Uh, like f- this Mako series has MIDI on it, and I think most guitarists don't have MIDI setups. Mm. Um, but you can still get a ton of stuff from the pedal without that. That's just a control thing. With the Chase Bliss stuff, it's like if you're not using 
the dip switches, you're kind of not even in the end game, right? You're you're just sort of <laughs> using a pedal as you would with any other and from any other brand, which is fine. If you're not but using the, the dip price, switches, you should have like, bought a Mako series. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I <laughs> I'm excited to see what else they add to this line and what what else they add to this format because it appears to be pretty locked in. Six yeah. knobs, three switches, two foot switches. Yeah, that is a really adaptable format, and I'm into it. I, I like it. They've this friggin' uh, reverb pedal has a mode called BFR, which stands for Big Fucking <laughs> Reverb. <laughs> Good job. So, uh, Eric's asking in the chat, like, is it a reach for Walrus? I think this is the part of the market that Walrus didn't have, and they're just starting. They're just dipping their toes in. They make some expensive pedals, you know, like the Juliana yeah. is 250 and then you get into like a high fidelity digital delay with presets and stuff to be 300. That's not unheard of. It's a lot of money, of course, but it's it's right in there. I'm not surprised, I guess. I I think if they start going down this road, this Mako series, it's why they even called it a different thing and they named it a series the this new product line. Yeah, it's able to separate itself from their traditional guitar pedals. They're just stomp box style pedals. Um, I can see them totally doing both. Like it's the premium, the pro line from Morris. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. I'd love to pretty try cool. one. Mm-hmm. And you can from Pedal Genie. Uh, you can now adding them right now. Uh, Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's a pre-order, but... Add them to your wish list. Well, one of them isn't. The delay isn't. The delay is available, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it around. Um, Some important people like Josh Scott from JHS. (laughs) Josh Scott from JHS is into it. He says it's his favorite delay or something. I don't know. I've seen it on his channel a bunch. His favorite Um, fucking delay or some shit. Damn. Some some goddamn crap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so listen. Um, That's it for news, but I had one more... I want to try out a segment. I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, this is the part we're going to do it live. Let's hear. We're all going to we're all going to sink or float together. Um, So here's what here's my thought. Um, I I want and I I don't know if this is going to come out. The 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 inception of this idea was I want to review reviews. Mm. I want to read a review Mm -hmm. and then collectively I want to decide. How do we re- how do we rate this review? Is this a good review or is this a bad review? Because you know and, and you know not, how- I was gonna say like and not in the terms of like good or bad in the product, but as far as like no how, how, how uh, the <laughs> quality is not of the a review. reviewer. Yeah. This is not a review of yeah. the product. This is exactly right. <laughs> yeah. you're picking up what I'm putting down. Okay, um, okay. So here's the thing: it is really difficult to find the kinds of things that I want because. Um, my wife and I, we we end up doing this sometimes. She reads, she's a review person. Like she rev, she reads mm-hmm. reviews of things so much. And with Amazon, um, there's also this thing where you'll get these reviewed review bombs situations where people come and like write prose into the review, <laughs> right? And <laughs> and it's it's amazing. Yeah. And that's sort of that was a little bit of the inspiration for this is but but there's also there's also the total morons. Like she'll be reading something because we're trying to figure out do we want to buy this version or that version? And then there's people mm-hmm. where it's like um Oh, it didn't fit my model. Like, well, you yeah, want like, the wrong one. <laughs> wrong size, two stars. 
You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what? Or or you know, or some, something to that effect. They they were they just they yeah. just down they downgrade about something that has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like or like the yeah, the delivery like from UPS was a problem. Like has nothing yeah. to do with the product. Right, right, which is right. More so so anyway, but it turns out so so to do it on this show though, really it has to be about guitars and stuff or it's not going to be fun for for us. Um so this turns out to be a little bit yeah. more difficult. I I I spent basically every free second I had had today, which is like, um, I was working on a lot of small dialogue things. So anytime something was rendering or downloading or uploading, I was like, okay, back to Amazon. I got to find some juicy <laughs> So I don't know if this is totally going to work, um, but it could okay. get better with a little bit of crowdsourcing, right? So if, if, so, if the listeners are finding yeah. good reviews and emailing, not in Discord so that it's spoiled, emailing juicy, mm, awesome, like funny this. reviews, yes. funny for whatever reason, or just funny to read, like whatever, something fun, a, a review of Guitar Gear um, to us, then maybe this can be an occasional segment. So when I have two or three of them in a back-to-back, I can we can do it, right? And then it's not it's I like not this. forced. Yeah. Oh, I just bonked my just mic. punched your you mic right this in the reminds face. Me of, yeah, <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Remember when Boss made the the... The TU3 without a foot switch. Yes. <laughs> and we read that review. And it was amazing. Yeah, the guy was like, he's like, I love that you can't turn it off. <laughs> that, was the, that is what that I want. Best. Like if I could, if I had a steady feeding trough of those, I would do this segment every week. So you, the listener, can help me with this. I'm hoping it'll work. Okay. So I have three okay, Amazon now, tabs. Okay. This is an important detail. Yeah. This is an important detail. We're not looking for reviews from like Premier Guitar. Like we're no. not looking for journalistic reviews of, of new gear. These it has to be a review that I reviews. don't have to credit the reviewer. You know right. what I mean? Like, like I think love about this it. Like, or I hate this product. Yeah. 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 I, I, it has to be from just somebody. You know what I mean? And, and anyway, um, so what I eventually settled on was I just searched for electric guitar on Amazon, sorted by lowest price, mm. and then scrolled down till I got mm. to the first thing that was a guitar and not like a kit or, or like something that comes with a cardboard or a amp or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because frankly, the first like 12 pages of this are like the beginner model guitar from China mm-hmm. and it comes with an amp and every reviewer says, well, the speaker had fallen out of the amp by the time I opened up the box. Every review says that. So that's funny for a second. It's made of cardboard, like whatever, the screws fall out, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. anyway, um, I I kept going. Um, so eventually there, there is, it turns out there is actually a couple of these in here, but I did find a good one. So I'm I'm going to, I'm trying to find the, the one that I picked out. Um, mo- most of this, you know, the first things I found, so Lixpro, L-Y-X Pro is, is like a, a brand of guitar, turns out. Um, and All right. <laughs> so they're making these things that cost like less than $200 and it's like a guitar and a gig bag and an amp and a strap and wrenches and picks and strings, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. So, so okay. the, the only thing that's funny about these reviews, frankly, is how surprised people are when the box is literally like torn in half and stuff like that when it <laughs> arrives. And like people that are, they, they, they turn it on and it's like the cable buzzes and shakes all around. Like one person was like, uh, one person was like, the, the cable was really buzzy. I flipped it, it around and put the other end in the amp and the other end of the guitar and it was better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I don't know if I can find <laughs> Cheaply made. Couldn't even bring myself to try and make the best of it for the price. When I bought this product, <laughs> when the product arrived, the box was broken. Half the tape was not adhering, and there were two holes in the box. When I opened the product, the guitar looked okay, but certainly example of price to value. Um, this oh isn't the God. one I meant to read. Oh, shoot. <laughs> See, I'm already crashing and burning. <laughs> um, no, basically, I think like as a proof of concept, this is great. Like, yeah, we need to do this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, and the the box came is, and it was a bit. It was a. It was opened and then retaped. The guitar has dings and scratches, and you can tell it's refurbished as there are pen marks that someone tried to clean <laughs> off. <laughs> this is also one that's supposed to have a kit with an amp. He says, there's no amp that came with it and the picks are tremolo bar or cable or clip or tuner. Not sure what you're trying to sell, but this isn't good at all. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, this person, um, I should do this in a dramatic reading. Now I'll save, I'll save that for later. Per, uh, this, so this, this last one, one star. Personally, I really like black guitars. <laughs> It's not a good start. <laughs> but I bought this for my little nephew who is starting in music and he decided he decided on the sunray color because he liked that color, but the color shown in the photo did not arrive. The one that came to me is more <laughs> opaque brown color, so my nephew did not like the color and rejected it. <laughs> <laughs> like your body rejects an organ. It has been rejected. <laughs> rejected. <laughs> Um, okay, the the next two I, I picked out actual reviews to read. Um, so this sounds like is, your nephew needs to figure out what's important with guitars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a Donner DST ten two S or one hundred two S, I guess. Solid body, thirty nine inch, full size electric guitar. They they had to write full size on it, so you know it's good. It comes thirty nine inch. So we're not talking scale length. which is the overall size of the guitar. <laughs> yeah, they're just saying okay. it's not a miniature guitar. Um, it comes with this little weird amp and some picks and a cable and strings and a capo and a strap and a and a the tremolo arm and a and a little clip on tuner that are all branded Donner. Um, okay. So I got to go down to my man, Roberto. This is from Roberto. He gave, <laughs> he gave it three stars. All right. This it means there was some, some takeaway from it. Is this the cheapest guitar package on the internet? Maybe, but it's not, but it, maybe, but it is the cheapest from Amazon. I used to own a guitar and amp from Sears, vintage, that I used for folk <laughs> rock and velvet U chord style. Then I studied flamenco for seven years and recently started playing again. I've just had this Donner in the house for a few days, so these are first impressions. I don't know much about electric guitars, so please fill in my knowledge gaps. I bought it in the spirit of folks who learn to play blues and country on the cheapest guitars from mail order catalogs. Surprises, this has a tremolo bridge with springs. You don't see a tremolo bar Ooh. in the picture, and I didn't read it in the description, but you get a little bar that screws into the front. I didn't want a tremolo bar, but there it is. <laughs> the, I'm the not using the bar. unbelievably funny. To me. <laughs> it's so good. I guess this is considered a Stratocaster-style guitar. There are three pickups and a five-position selector switch. You figure it out. I have okay. no idea. <laughs> no instructions or information pages come with the dis sorry come with the guitar, but they do sound different. Maybe the middle position is all three pickups, but it sounds more like a middle pickup. <laughs> 
There's a very distinct sound when the humbucker near the bridge comes into play. There is one volume control and there are two tone controls. How do two tone controls relate to three pickups? Who knows? The humbucker pickup near the bridge has some play in it in the way it's installed. It rocks back and forth as you wiggle it. Is this normal or a defective pickup? It seems to be mounted on a cutout space on the front of the guitar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was funny. The two single coil pickups are just screwed flat. Don't move. The amp is small, but plenty loud for me. Louder than I want to play my neighbors near on the near side of the house through the wall of this apartment. You have to have your own USB power source to charge it. Donner gives you a USB cable. There's plenty of distortion available if you like that. The tuner seems like the cheapest possible. A little hard to use because overcomplicated with options for instruments in different keys and for ukulele. <laughs> a green light flashes for a split second when you hit the right pitch. I haven't tried the capo or strap. <laughs> they look standard. The picks in five different thicknesses are everyone, everything one oh could want God. from five guitar picks. <laughs> 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 oh my god, we're almost done. The intonation that's like, that's like more than you want from one guitar pick. Right? <laughs> the intonation this seems thing fun. looks like it uses at least five or six guitar picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it comes with five, so he just remarked that there were right. five and they were five. <laughs> the intonation seems fine. The strings are easy to play. The action is medium low, and the neck seems to be straight. Sounds nice. You can get some nice twangy sustain from the bridge pickup. I'm having fun and learning about electric guitar sound again. Maybe I would have chosen a steel string acoustic if, ellipsis. Anyone who knows more, please fill me in on what's up with the switches and tone knobs that are literally rocking hum and the literally rocking humbucker pickup. Thanks. I'll check back and let you know if it stays in tune. This guy thinks he's in a chat room. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We should get just send him a, a Discord invite. Yeah, get back to me with the deets. Oh my god. All right, that's yeah, a little he thought of he thought of everything. Like he like Eric said in the chat, he thought about every detail of this guitar. He to sat review. down. He sat down and, to write this review. Mm. Yeah. That is a quality. This is gonna be hard to top, I I think. But Okay. I mean, no, I, I I honestly I I I don't know Maybe if I not. put these in the right order. I don't know if I saved the best for last or not, but we'll see. So the next one is also a Donner. Um, this uh, model, I just want to expand the image and see. Yeah, so this doesn't come with the amp. Um, this this costs $101.99 on Amazon with free returns. Okay. Free prime delivery. This is a Donner DST-100L. Solid body, full size, 39-inch electric guitar. It comes with a gig bag and a cable. Excuse me. Um, it's got two uh, Allen keys and a tremolo arm and a strap. All right. Okay. And we're going to scroll down to uh, the last review on the page. Written by Amazon customer. <laughs> Another three-star review. <laughs> what an awesome value, Ellipsis. But as an older gent revisiting his guitar lessons from years past... A little theme going on here. There is so much to like about this guitar. I was truly reluctant to return it. I did. <laughs> Once out of the oh, box, okay. I noticed that the git bag was padded, and my first touch gave me the strong <laughs> impression I was touching quality. 
a loud bang for the buck right off the bat. A quick tug on the zero resist zipper revealed a well-packed guitar. I held the guitar in my right hand and pulled away the rubbery white foam bag with my left. The guitar felt oh solid. What a B&W beauty. Well-polished oh and shiny as, it tur- as I turned it around. I laid it sideways to hold with both hands. I turned it slowly like a rotisserie. I felt it felt tight, and I saw the pride in its build, especially when I noticed the neck plate. The tuners etched with the Donner logo, obviously a proud company. I plugged the Donner into my practice Holy amp. Shit. No hum. Oh joy. Being out of tune, I plucked in one at one I plucked it one string at a time using a tuner. Satisfied that I was ready to strum my first chords, I felt the Velcro tug of the, of the sides of the neck, both top and bottom. I then ran my hand down the neck, what? and sure enough, I had shredded the skin on my fingertips. <laughs> and there was fret buzz. A tag attached to the neck had a string gauge, not the most accurate for sure, but still a guide, as provided by Donner. Moving down the neck, using the card side to side, I noticed a substantial height difference on string six compared to string one. The sixth string was so much more elevated. I felt a huge sinking in my gut. Please, please don't be... Oh, crap. Twisted neck. Oh, my God. Eyeballing from head and then from back button, looking over into and beyond, the neck was tilted (laughs) right down to the left of that big fat E string. I get it. This is a beginner with a very reasonable price, but being older and wiser and a re-beginner too, I felt the cost would be too prohibitive to spend hundreds or more to have it professionally adjusted or worse, find out the neck would make this guitar a much more costly repair. I truly believe this guitar slipped through the QC cracks and that both Donner and Amazon are not selling us a crappy product. It's a roll of the dice, and I rolled poorly on this item. Odds are in your favor that your purchase will be so much better if you have the talent and the tools or a close friend that tweaks guitars. This one is perfect (laughs) to go from from hero to superhero. (laughs) This model is a Donner standard. Maybe I wait until they come out with their next level special edition or drop a few (laughs) extra bucks on a brand name. Donner, I really want to love gear for years, to love this gear for years, but this was by far not your best build. Thanks, Amazon, for being a solid retailer and backing your product. You're gold. So this guy guy bought a $100 (laughs) guitar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> amazing like i'm so impressed first of all it's written like a lot of the garbage i read in grad school it's, <laughs> yes yes it's, it's written in this way that's like i need to fluff this up i need word count i need yeah, use big words like i just want to yeah. like over describe all of it but like <laughs> i held it in my hand my right hand and pulled the foam off with my left Turned it yeah, over like, like a rotisserie. Good lord! <laughs> like, are you about to f- it? Like, what are you gonna do? Plus, he buys. It's, it's he buys like really. Yeah, clearly this this yeah. hundred dollar guitar that says literally says full size in the in the item description, <laughs> and he's like, I'm sure this just slipped through the QC cracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's a little small. <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, man, they messed up. This one has a twisted neck. It's not that they're just producing the cheapest crap on earth. That couldn't be. 
I just looked up one and I'm just like kind of seeing if I can find anything for, for future segments. Yeah. And the, the customer photos are a great place to start for this. Yes. One of my favorites so far was looking at an acoustic that was labeled as full size. And one of the customer photos was a guitar on the ground with a tape measure over it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So good. Like confirming the size is in fact full. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Man. Okay. I love this. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So, um, in order to make this a thing, um, I will, I will try my best to, um, to, to find, uh, reviews, but I could use your help listener. I would like, uh, e- well, whatever. I'm not going to say you have to use email. If email is dead to you, like it is to me, I'm just kidding. I use email all the time. Um, email tone control show at gmail.com. When you find something good and juicy, um, likewise, you can, um, direct message us in Discord. I would love to not have mm-hmm. it just posted in Discord so that everybody isn't spoiled and then we can do the dramatic reading and stuff. That'll be fun. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love this. This is good. Um, oh, so we were supposed to review guitars. the review. Uh, what do you think? I, I think this last guy, oh. what would you What would you give him out of five stars for his review? Honestly, I'd give him, for the quality of the review is a five out of five. It's Absolutely. amazing. It's, Absolutely. It's eloquent. It is verbose. It is is all of those things. I love, I I wanted to keep hearing like what he had to say about it. He ropes you in. Which is a sign of a good review, right? Yeah. 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 So um, that's, that's pretty killer. Hey. And um, honest. He gave it three stars. uh, I mean, he desperately wanted to like it. Yeah. Yeah. He tried. He gave it the old college try, you know? Yeah. Um, Hmm. This is very fun. I like this Cate- idea a We lot. need categories? Just just uh, like guitar people- gear, like anything even remotely guitar related, guitar I think it's fine. Gear, yeah. Pedals, guitars, cables, straps, Amps. anything, anything. Whatever. Yeah. But it, yeah. it should it should be this guitar related because otherwise I could just go find places where people have collected amazing reviews, you know, on a blog somewhere mm. and just read their blog, you know, and I, I, I want to do a little better than yeah, that. Yeah, so. I think... The thing that makes it extra funny to us is that it's guitar stuff and we know the terminology and we know like what is important (laughs) and not important in a guitar. Like a twisted neck, that's an important detail. And this guy knew it. He told me a story (laughs) about it, it, man. He had me right there with him and oh, a twisted neck. Duh. I hate to see it. Son of a bitch. (sighs) This is zero resistance. It's great. Yeah. Anyway. If, I, um, if my next guitar doesn't come with a case with zero resistance zipper, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. It's fabulous. Um, anyway. Um, so that that's our show. This ended up going a little long because the reviews turned out to be pretty good, actually. Um, so that's okay. Um, wow. I'm choking. I I need to yeah, have. I'm going to I'm going to pad <clears throat> for like one second. Okay. Um, very quickly speaking about email, we got a very nice email from a listener today. Oh, yeah. I almost named, forgot about that. Named Jason. And Jason pointed out to me that ep- back episodes of the Tone Control might be hard to find right now. Uh, episodes 129 and back are apparently not available. I'm going to look into this very closely. So if you are going back through the catalog and stuff and you can't find old episodes, uh, it is a known issue. Uh, we're mm-hmm. looking into it. So that's all. Uh, so, I've not written him back yet, but if <laughs> he will have heard from me before hearing this segment on the show. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. We said don't know some, what to do. some very kind things something... and, yeah, about the show and, and yes, then pointed this which, out to us. Yeah. So, um, 
Thank you for bringing it to our attention. We there is no way we would have known about this. Um, it's not like our <laughs> so, thing tells us like, hey, your episodes are down. So um, what I, I know think so it's got far to do with when we moved to uh, a different platform, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so um, we'll we'll all we'll share in the Discord if there, if we find a solution before next episode or whatever, which I assume we will. Um, but the um, the Anchor app, if you actually just go directly to the tone control on Anchor. Um, instead of going to your podcatcher, that apparently does have all the old episodes, right? Uh, I tested one, and it was oh, there. Okay. I have not had a chance to do like a proper okay. troubleshoot. But all right, well, maybe that um, maybe that was that'll my work. First, yeah. Um, so we'll get into it though. Uh, for the time being, if you are going through old episodes and can't find them, try the Anchor app. Um, I think, like I said, I think it's got something to do with when we change platforms. To Anchor, I think it, it pulled over old episodes, but maybe not successfully. So, um, yeah, more soon. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, well, uh, that this has been uh, the tone control um, back in the saddle. All we've, uh, all we've left to do then is to um, thank our patrons um, and to say that you can join us in Discord. Find the link in your show notes. It's a fun place to chat with us. And... Um, get more involved with um, all the people who uh, hang out and, and our, our tone control components. Uh, and if you would like to support the show, you can go to uh, uh, patreon.com slash the tone control. And uh, current, you know, for, for $1 a month, we will uh, be able to thank you, read out your name for supporting the show. And uh, for two or more dollars a month, um, you will be a supporter plus. And that means in Discord, you get a special color to your name and you get invited to the super secret channel where we record this episode live, where you can throw uh, gifts of butts or Steven Tyler or anything. Um, those uh, uh, <laughs> those uh, patron supporters that we thank ever so much uh, include Ryzen Wolf, Andrew Walsh, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Giribaldi, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks podcast. Thank you guys so much. For, for your support. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time, I yeah. guess. Love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to play this thing for some reason. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Why didn't it work? Oh, because it's not. <laughs> I never plugged <laughs> my, I never plugged in. the rogue up back in after, after plugging the guitar. <laughs> okay, anyway. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, Oh, I forgot. She doesn't say anything else. Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> um, thanks thanks for listening, and send us your bad reviews. Send us your... No, not your, of the show. Send us, like, funny... <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Review the show badly. All right. Good night. <laughs> or good morning. I don't know.